Welcome, everybody, to the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast, episode number 177. Coming up on this episode for the first time this season, we got a little taste of the Battle on Battle of Ontario. Didn't go good. Leafs played catch-up all night, and the result, not even close. They lose at 6-3. We're going to look at, do we got maybe a Sheldon Keefe problem on our hands? Maybe should Tree Living be considering a major roster shakeup we got a segment tonight we got hot in the slot or hit the showers all this and more coming up on episode 177 of the tip in maple leafs podcast a cold snowy blowy night in ontario the shit show that is the ottawa senators roll into town to play the shit show that is the toronto maple leafs so sloppy all over the place a sloppy shit show Let's hit the intro. Tavares coming out, sends it in a go. They score! They score! Holy Mackinac, they score! The Leafs have won it! They're going to the second round! Do you believe this? Holy Mackinac! Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Dale. Don't forget, follow us on social media at the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all that shit, Patreon, TikTok, whatever. Let's get into it. All right. What happened? Dude. What happened? What happened? What are we talking about here? What, what do you mean, what happened? It's the Toronto Maple Leafs, man. They, yeah, they've now. What's, they, what's going on, man? They, they're giving up five, four, five, six goals every game. Every game, every game. The team has now lost, like, holy hell, man. The team's now lost five of their last six games. The Tampa game now just seems like if it wasn't, if it wasn't for Austin Matthews, or we're, we're probably riding a six-game uh, skid here, but uh, more on that later. Look, man, <laughs> this thing just completely fell apart. But you said in the intro, they were playing catch-up all night. That's a recurring theme here. Look at how many games in a row has it been like, okay, they score first or they don't score first, but it's like one, they score a goal, they give up a goal. They score a goal, they give up a goal. This How many games now, Chad? Has that been going on? It's been tic-tac-toe every game. Holy fuck. Yeah, they can't hold a lead. And if they, or they're falling behind. They can't hold the lead or they're falling behind. It's just either or. It's crazy. Yeah. They yep. they cannot keep the puck out of their own net. No, they can't. Um, look, I anything qu- off the top here, I do want to run this one down quickly. Yeah, we yeah. haven't done that in a bit, but um, anything before we do that? And then there's a bunch of other stuff that I want to hit on. Very, no. ju- very juicy tidbits. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's just break it down. Okay, so just a couple quick things here lighthearted nature before we go well at least before i go a little haywire here but uh don't see i'm thinking here we go the sends first time the leafs are playing the sends this season like let's see like the senators are a nightmare they've got the the dude with the gambling uh scandal he's suspended for half the season pinto is is it pinto or whatever i forget his name and they fire the gm and like it's like Brady Kachuk's like saying the fans shouldn't be booing and all this. Like, come on. Like these, 
shit show, shit show yeah. in Ottawa. Yeah, they're, chan- guess- they're chanting fire DJ at the, the there you at go. home games and everything. Everything's just falling apart in Ottawa. They're dead we, last. We might, we might not, not be, we might not be too far away from fire, Sheldon. It, it might be right around the corner. I'm telling you right now, I'm sniffing it out. It's, it could be right around the corner. Getting booed again. When was the last time? Before we even hit the 15 game mark, how many times have they been booed at home? It's almost a, a nightly basis. Yeah. At one point of the night, the fans are going nuts. Go, least go, go, least go. At another point in the night, it's just the boo birds are singing. But that's how they're playing. That's they're they're like, they're all on fire playing, you know, skill to the ceiling and popping goals left and right. Or they look like a fucking AHL team and they're just giving up goals and chances left and right. So it's, yeah, it's the highs and lows with the fans, man. And, and you know what, uh, just quickly, I'll just say this. It, all the boos have been deserved. Oh, like, the, the play. It's not like the fans are overreacting. The play has been so bad when they've been booed that they deserve to get booed. You see Matthews in the post game after they beat Tampa the other night basically the opposite reaction to the Brady Kachuk, how he dealt with it about the booze. Matthews was like, yeah, like we were getting booed, like rightly so. Yeah. Did you catch him say that? Yeah. Well, they know it. They know. Well, Trump, you got to know it. Like, an expensive ticket. Of course, are man. Working over a lot of money. And you're I, getting- appre- I, I appreciate him saying that though, because I don't know if Mitch would say the same thing. Like I appreciate somebody on the team, at least stepping up being like, well, yeah, like r- they were booing, like rightfully so. Yeah. Brady, Brady Kachuk missed that mark big time in his presser last week or earlier this week. And I just can't really see a guy like Marner. At least Matthew's got the balls to be like, yeah, like we kind of yeah. deserve it. I don't see Mitch saying that. Do you? Like, I just don't see it. Mitch would be <laughs> like, well, that it's not us. Like, it's you. It's you. <laughs> that's what that's what Mitch always says. It's not us. It's, it's them yeah. or it's you. It's your problem, not my problem. <laughs> right. We don't really listen to the outside noise and all that. It's not, no. it's not us. Like we got it all. We got a good no, room, right. bunch, good, good bunch of guys. Like, That's exactly what he would say. He'd be like, I didn't I didn't even hear it. I didn't, <laughs> didn't, I didn't even, even notice. I didn't even know. It's happening every other night, but no, he doesn't. He's not can't even hear it, Mitch Martin. <laughs> We're totally putting words in his mouth, but whatever. No, but just from what he has said in the past, like he would just yeah. be like, no, can't even hear it. Can't what booze? What are you talking about? Anyway, look, man, Kate, quickly, I just, quickly, Domi said pregame, and I'm going off of the Tampa game here before the puck even dropped on this one against the Sens. I just like this comment. Domi's great. He's got a great mustache cook, and I will give him that. And he, for Movember, and uh, he does have some juicy juice. Just the things he says, like, I guess it's like maybe being Ty's son. I don't know. But he, when asked about playing center in the Tampa game, playing center for the first time this season, he comes out and he says, you know what? Playing center, it just comes a little easier. Sometimes when you're playing center, it comes a little easier. So I just thought that was great. We can't spend too much attention on that tonight because, well, we're going to break this down. Nylander taking the subway to, to work tonight. What'd you think of that one? Whatever. If he wants to take the subway, take the subway. You think there was more behind that? Because when I saw that, I'm thinking, okay, yeah, bad weather, like shitty night out here in Ontario, weather-wise, in early November, mid early November. But I was thinking, you know, yeah, maybe he's like smart, heads up, like wants to avoid like driving and all that because of the bad weather. Or maybe Nylander was like, you know what? 
he's trying to scope out some new territory for six. Like, that's what I thought. I thought, you know what? Maybe he's like, I haven't been on the TTC in a while. Maybe I fire on the old, fire up the old subway down to the Scotiabank and just see if there's any new, uh, you know, how's this year's group of <laughs> freshmen, <laughs> crop of, what, what did McConaughey say in Days to, in Confused? How's this year's uh, <laughs> group of <laughs> freshmen looking or whatever the hell he said? I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. I just thought it was funny seeing Nylander. And obviously someone snapping picks, right? Like there's Willie just like <laughs> right in the TTC. No problem. Just hanging out. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not too often you see someone who makes millions of dollars a year riding the old red rocket underground, but no, no, hey, he had, he had to get to work just like everybody else. Okay. So I'm going to go over this quick and then we're going to get into a couple of serious topics. Keith, yep. tree living and a little bit more. So same lineup for the Leafs going into this one. McCabe, who's been back at practice, but obviously remains out with a devastating groin injury. He just can't get the groin to where it needs to be. Very unfortunate. I don't think McCabe can even help these guys when he returns on that blue line, but we'll see what happens. Maybe McCabe will get back sooner than later. It looks that way, but groin not ready to go yet. First period, Chad, listen to this. Good PK early by the Leafs. Wall made some big saves early. Leafs go to the power play right off the draw. Nylander rips it. Top shelf makes it one nothing. Leafs. Points in 13 straight for William Nylander to start the season. Show me the money. Wild stuff for William Nylander. Sends come right back. What a shocker. Here we go. one nothing lead for the Leafs. Sends come right back and tie it. Didn't love this goal by Wall. 1-1 one, one after 1. As soon as I finish this, I'm going to go right to Joseph Wall on what you thought of him, whatever. So it's 1-1 one, one after 1. We go to the second. Early in the second period, Get Leafs get lost in their own end. Sends score to make it 2-1. Leafs, though, they come right back. Tavares wins a draw. Bertuzzi. How you doing, Bert? Nice to see you there, bud. Goes right to the net, and he scores to tie it 2-2. His first even-strength goal of the season for Tyler Bertuzzi. Lee's fourth line then gets caught out on the ice, and the Sens score to make it 3-2. Another goal, not the best by Wall. It's 3-2. Senators, after two, we go right to the third. Domi to Robertson. Nice play. Robertson hits the back of the net to tie it at three. Good to see some production from Bertuzzi and from the third line. Domi and Robertson. Oh, God. 3-3. Three, three. And then it just, here we go. Shit hits the fan and just everything just crumbles, crumbles like a house of fucking cards. The Sens get a power play goal to make it 4-3. Sens come right back next shift. Least defense has no fucking idea what they are doing in their own end. Sens score to make it 5-3. There we go. Tied at three early in the third. Sends 4-3. Sends 5-3. Wall then doesn't sleep in behind the net. He gives it away. Sends score again 6-3. The Boo Birds were out in full effect. So sloppy. That was the final 6-3. Ottawa wins it. Reeves with one shift early in the third. When they were down 6-3, Keith puts him on the ice late. Like, what the fuck are you doing there? What, what is that? Put Ryan Reeves out when you're down 6-3 because what? Like, you want to have a scrap now? Reeves starting to scrap a guy, wanting to scrap a guy at the end of the game. Is that just not like a dumb fucking look? It's 6-3. 
there's a minute left and Ryan Reeves is on the ice. Come on. Yeah. I mean, that's been, they've been doing that in hockey since the beginning. Of- I know, but it's like, you put he that, had one, you put, he had one. I know, one but it's that, that whole, it's that whole, okay, we're going to lose tonight, but you know, maybe no. Reeves can no fight gonna, someone and do, I know no, no one's going to fight him. You're up six, three. What's the fucking point? Anyway, one shift in the third up to that point for Ryan Reeves. Anyway, Nylander, one goal. Oh, also, also, Reeves was on the ice for Ottawa's third goal. Oh. And he was absolutely brutal. Much more on Reeves to come, brother. Trust me. Nylander, one goal. Bertuzzi one, Bertuzzi, one goal. Robertson, one goal. Wall, 21 saves. Not good enough. All around sloppy. Not good enough. The D was terrible again. You want to talk about the D? You want to talk about Wall? Not the best, wherever you want to go. Yeah, there's not really much to say. Wall played terrible tonight. Not good. He, he had a terrible game. You can't let in six goals. You can't make mistakes. And, yeah, there was a couple tic-tac-toe plays that Ottawa did. But for the most part, there was a lot of goals that he probably would want back. Oh. That he could have stopped. The defense, this has been a reoccurring theme. I think, I don't know about you, man, but, like, this defense – as much as this team has won and, you know, they're right in the pack and they've played some good games or whatever, do you not just have a different feeling about this team? Oh, God. Like, when you're watching them, you're watching this defense, you're like, this is this is not good. Like, oh, this, no. eventually, this is going to explode in our face if Tree Living doesn't do something. Like you, Ma- you, ma- Massive explosion right in the face. It's already happening. You got, it's already happening. You got 40-year-old Geo out there. Two like, AHL, two AHLers. Yeah, you got your eighth and ninth defenseman, like logging 15 minutes a night. You got 40-year-old Geo, and then you got Riley carrying too much defensive load that he can't handle. And you got no. Klingberg carrying too much defensive load that he can't handle. Oh, God. It's <laughs> like Klingberg was brought in, I think, to play power play and add some offense. And he you can't got, even do you can't even do that. You can't even do that. And then but then you got him out there and you're like, okay. We need you to be like a stud defenseman. And he's like, I don't know how to do that. No, he doesn't know how to do that. It's four, just, it looks shitty, man. Four point whatever, like 4.25 or 4.5, whatever the fuck Klingberg's making. Like, can you imagine? Like, they should have just paid bunting to stay. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously, what are you doing? Like, that is crazy. Or sign, just, some, sign somebody else. I can't believe I'm he gonna is, say this. He's always, a, he's Klingberg's always out of position. He, he's, ah, man, there's so many things. I don't even, I didn't even have this in my notes, but I can't believe I'm going to say it. Like for the money, what Justin Hall, like what did Hall, what did Hall sign for 3.5 or something? I think it was three point. He went, he was making two with the lease. I think it was three or 3.5. That's a lot. That is a lot. But would you not rather have Justin Hall back there than fucking Klingberg right now? I take. I can't believe I'm saying. I would take Hall and Kerfoot back in a heartbeat right now. Yeah, I'm not even joking, man. Well, it's the devil, you know. Like oh you knew what they God. were going to give you. This is we shit know. on those two all the time. But I would take both of those. They're both at least. Oh my God, I can't even. I can't even with these guys right now. I don't even know what to say. But. The division points, man, giving this is extremely concerning. Giving up division points again. Here you go. Two points to the sense. Sure, they beat Tampa Bay, but Tampa got a point out of that game. Let's, let's be honest, this, man. This, both Tampa Bay games could have went either way. Like they could have lost those games. They were down four one in both games. 
hundred percent. You give up points to the Sabres. Like it's they're just they're giving the first game of the year. You won six five over Montreal in a in a you know a run and gun shoot them down kind of game. Like you can't keep playing like that. You're not gonna yeah. win the majority of the time. You're gonna lose the games. They, yeah. Their record could be absolutely horrible right now. Oh, dude. If it wasn't like, for a couple comeback wins and a couple good performances by Austin Matthews, Nylander, and Joseph Wall. It, it's just so concerning that how many points they're giving up to teams in their own division. Like, you're fighting directly with these guys. Like, it's not like we lost to Colorado or Vegas here or Dallas or whatever. Like, this is going to come back and bite you, man. Like, it's a tight yeah. division, clearly. Very tight. I don't like it this tight. I would. I wish it was a little looser, to be honest, like previous years. But it's getting tighter, and all of a sudden, the Leafs are like, I don't know. They look just lost out there, man. Um. Okay, a couple things. Like the division points, it's very concerning that they're giving up division points as much as they are. Um. Like I'm just going to throw this out there as a question to you before we go to Keith and before we go to Tree Living, and then we got a Seggy coming up, hot in the slaughter, hit the showers. But – like what? What's the heartbeat? What do you? What? What's the heartbeat of this team? Like you know how other teams have like an identity as, and we were t- we touched on this in previous podcasts. Like you could name a team like Colorado or Vegas or Edmonton, like not so much right now, but like you could pick out specific teams and be like, oh, their heart, like their heartbeat, like these are the guys. Like what's the heartbeat here? If it's not thirty four, like what's the heartbeat of this team? I don't know. Does that make sense or no? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm trying to find a heartbeat here, and I don't know where it is. Yeah. Are you are you talking like who are the heart and soul players of the team? Well, like j- who, just like like what who's the identity of the team? Like what I I guess so, but like what makes this? T- I'm. It's just it's hard for me to find. I don't want to say they don't have heart. I don't want to question their heart because it's like whatever. But just an overall like heartbeat of like when you need something, when you need something, what is it? Who is it? It's 34. It's got to be. But like beyond him, there's, I mean, okay, Nylander, sure. But I don't, wouldn't really, I don't know. Maybe not the yeah. best question. But do you, do, you, do you know what I'm trying to say here or no? I, I kind of know what you're trying to say. But the answer is really obvious because it's been this way for years. Outside the Outside the top four, there is no heartbeat. There is no. It's just. Like we said last podcast, it's just patchwork. It's just stuff thrown together. I think last year in the playoffs was the closest thing you had to a heartbeat, if that's what you want to call it, outside the top four. Or whatever. Yeah, you just you had an identity outside of your skilled players. When you had Ryan O'Reilly, when you had Nolachari, when you had these guys that they traded for, you had sort of a full-form team. But this is like, you got your skill, you got the guys who can put the puck in the net, Outside of that, what do you got? Thin. thin. It's thin. There's Very nothing thin. there. There's nothing there. When you're putting know. like when you're putting so much stock into calling Nick Robertson up, like it's gonna really do something, save your bottom six or whatever. You can't have that. He should be a guy that can come in and help out if there's an injury or play a role on a team, but he's not gonna save. Like he's not going to no. come in and be your top depth scorer or anything. No, like that. he's not. But he has looked good in the two games he's. He played. has looked good, but we put but so much no. stock in him because there's nothing there. I know it's so thin, man. I don't know. I just like I'm looking for a heartbeat here somewhere. Like, like show like the heartbeat of the Florida Panthers is Kachuk. The heartbeat of the in that Ottawa case, Senators is Kachuk. It's Austin Matthews in. It is, but yeah, it is. 
but I, I know like are you saying you want uh someone like Kachuk, like someone who fights and scores to be the oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, of course. You don't you don't have that in Toronto. No, I, I've been I've been dying but, for that, man. Like just please can we have that? Like just your heartbeat, one of them? your heartbeat is probably the best goal scorer in the league. That's your heartbeat. Okay, fair. That's not it's just not enough. It's not enough. There's just not, he's great. He's incredible. More on him a little bit here, but like, there's just, it, it's not enough, Chad, you know, it like, it's not enough. The, it's just not enough anyway. Well, I um, think Austin Matthews brings more to the table than Matthew Kachuk. Like I would take Austin Matthews over Matthew Kachuk any day of the week on my team. Yeah, I would too. But it, it, there's a, I think there's, I think there's a conversation there. No, I don't think it's clear cut. I don't. If you're, I if think you're, start, if you're starting a team, no. If you're starting a team and you have to pick one of Look those, what guys. the guy did in the fucking playoffs. You ever seen Austin fucking do that ever? He probably never will. I don't know that. I don't know that. But I have seen Kachuk, Kachuk, sixty goals. How many important game winning goals did Kachuk's come? Okay, I would take he Austin. Had, he had, okay, Kachuk had one good playoff run. Matthews has had. Year after year after year after year of not good playoff runs. No, but phenomenal, like phenomenal play, top of the league scoring. Okay, but like when it counts, and Kachuk had little soft. Kachuk had one good playoff run. The heartbeat, the heart. Okay, fair. That's fair. It was incredible. The heartbeat pumps a little slower in the playoffs for thirty-four. Ah, no, I'm gonna disagree with you on this. I'm sick. I'm sick of this whole, like, I'm sick of this whole fucking. You gotta like. You gotta be tough you got to be gritty you got to do this shit that's not awesome matthews but he hasn't dragged them anywhere like i don't care how he plays if it, you want to just beat them by skill then do that but he doesn't fucking even just do that no th but that's that's where if we're talking about tree living in the roster shakeup that's where it has to happen because it's not awesome matthews fault the fault is is that you have too much money tied up in too much skill I know. It's I know. like you're not going to kick Austin Matthews off the team because, oh, you don't play like Matthew Kachuk. No, I'm and oh, Chad, I'm like, man. I'm not, I'm not shitting on Matthews here. I love Austin Matthews, but wouldn't it be nice to have like a Brady Kachuk type that's like can do everything? Right. And and he dragged his but team. Could, I know you could if you didn't have, uh, if you didn't have a JT or a Mitch or a Neenlander, you probably could have a Matthew Kachuk or a Brady Kachuk, or and then you'd have an Austin Matthews and someone like that. But there's too much money dumped into all the skill and these guys. Of so, course. Okay. So, so patchwork, man. Three hundred percent patchwork. Three That's main things. So we'll do the segment, I guess, at the very end. So two main things. Yeah, buddy. Before we get out of here. I know we've stood up for, for Sheldon Keefe recently, basically like this guy doesn't have any options. Like, what is he supposed to do? But is it not kind of maybe now starting to get to a point where like it's becoming a problem? Yeah. When was he hired? What year? Oh shit, dude! Is he on? Is he on? Two thousand two thousand nineteen. It was just before. It was just before. Uh, he had. It was late to no. I want to say November two thousand nineteen. That's off the top of my head. I think that is. I'm gonna stick with that. I think it was November two thousand nineteen. Okay, so he's been here a long time. But then you got a couple COVID years in there and whatever, right? But uh, and his record is is yeah. great in the regular season. So, but no November November twenty nineteen, so it, exactly exactly four years. There you go. Which is, I mean, it's not a super long time, but it's long enough that he could be replaced. Isn't it crazy to think we but he just start signing an extension? 
We yeah, but that's just it was a dumb move. Anyway, we started doing the Tip and Maple Leafs podcast in November of 2018. Isn't it crazy to look back? So it's five years now, exactly, basically five years to the day. Isn't it crazy to look back and be like, we only had Babcock for one season? Doesn't it seem like oh much God. longer? Like much longer than that? Yeah, because we did so many episodes where we just fucking ranted and raved. Like we went nuts on Babcock. Oh, and dude, remember the playoffs? Like him playing Patrick Marlowe so much and all that stuff. Only one year. I I think so. I don't know. We started in November of 2018. So yeah, you're right. I don't know. Anyway, look, dude, um, look, the Sheldon keep thing. Like I feel like Sheldon should have been let go in the summer. I was in favor of that. I think it was the right move. Dubas and Sheldon both gone. And I would not have been, I would have been cool with Shani getting the fucking getting tossed as well. But extension and bringing him back, like we kind of talked about this like previously, tree living is basically saving a bullet here. So if things are going south, like they kind of are now, like I don't know how much worse it needs to get, probably a little bit worse, that he's got a bullet right away where like he can hire his guy that buys tree living a little more time. But I don't know. Like, do you know things not going anywhere? No, no. Well, not, I mean... We'll see what ha- not yeah, right now. He's not just right now. got hired a few months ago. No, I know, but like depending on what happens with Shanny in the future, like it's not there's not a lo- it's true. not a lock that he's gonna that Tree Living is gonna be here for the full contract. But like, here's what I'm saying. Ultimately, with Sheldon Keith, like he's got to take some like he it, it, he can't just okay. I know Tree Living gave him like the guys, but a lot of the old guys are there too. So he's got to he can't just be off the hook completely, right? Like when if or when. Do you think they would make a coaching change here? Where, where does this need to get to where they're like, okay, Sheldon, sorry. I think if at Christmas time they are in a wild card or lower spot, if they are not in the top three in their division and they're chasing a wild card spot, I think you, you'll you probably see a coaching change. You're not going to see it before the Sweden thing, and then they're going to get back, and then it's going to get closer to Christmas I think around then. Okay. I think, I, I mean, because they only play, they only have like two games in the net. It's not going to happen in the next couple of weeks. And Christmas, no, not Christmas before. is only like a month and a bit away. I think you're right. I think that's a fair assessment and an accurate assessment. But does it not seem feasible that that could be on the horizon here? Like, oh man, yeah. It, honestly, it would not surprise me if they lose Friday, Saturday and Keefe's gone Sunday. Oh, they can't do that right before they go to Sweden, man. I don't think they can do that. It wouldn't. Okay, yeah, not before they go to Sweden. Well, they could potentially. Guy Boucher's right there in term. It could happen. It could happen. But if things go south really quick, like, I don't know. You got to get. If they lose the next two games, they will have dropped six of their last seven. Or what did they, what did I say going into this one? They lost, they've lost, uh, they've lost five of their last six. If they drop the next two. Yeah, it will be seven of their last eight or whatever. Yeah. And and I'm with you. Like, they could have made a coaching change in the summer. That would have been totally fine. But at the same time, I'd feel a little sorry for Keith because. The hand he's been dealt here. Yeah, the hand he's been dealt. Uh, He's got, he's got Joseph Wall. Samsonov didn't show up this year. He's got no D to work with. He's got forwards that he can't, like. He was just given these guys that were supposed to provide snot, and now he's just trying to find a place to play them. 
I, I agree with all that, but you can't just look at it as like this season. Like you, you, if they are going to move on from Sheldon, you do have to look at it as like a big picture thing. I know he's won a lot of regular season games, but the way the team plays and, you know, like look at uh, Rick, Rick Tockett out there in Vancouver. He's got those boys just like, I don't know what he's selling, but it's working. So like would that would a guy like that behind the bench and those kind of coaches are few and far between but would a guy like that behind the bench like have any like get this team to play a different Sheldon Keith is never going to get this team to play a different way I guess that's what I'm going to end it on as long as Keith is behind that bench well, this, this team will never play a, a different way This is Sheldon like this is I think this is the way maybe not this season in particular but the way they played the last few years I think that's the way Sheldon Keith wanted to play Yeah I don't love that Never have. Like, I would like to see a little more physicality, a little more like, but again, I love the skill, but you bring in a coach to coach players that don't play that way. I know it's tough without person. I know without on ice moves, it, it, it's extremely it's, difficult. It, it, it's the same mistake tree living made. He went out and he signed players to come in and do things that this team doesn't do. And they can't find a, they can't, they don't fit. Okay. So we're going to get to hop in the slot or hit the showers in a second. Last thing before we do that. Should Tree Living be considering a major roster shakeup yes. here? 100%, right? So oh, just I, God, I, yeah. I'm going to put it on a T for you here. Elliot Friedman, I don't know if you heard him floating this out there, be talking about the Calgary Flames, how potentially Zador, like they're not off to the best start and whatever. Zadorov and Tanev, Tree Living guys, two blue liners that could come in here and very much. Big shakeup on the back end. I would like to see it. What possibilities of that happening? Would you like to see that happen? Like, I don't know what you would have to give back to get both of those guys. Want to just tell me what you think about all that stuff? Well, I think it's totally possible. I mean, if anything we've learned from watching hockey in any level is that GMs love to do deals with the team that they just left. It happens all the time. Two, Calgary can't fucking score, man. So if you give up a goal scorer, you'll you'll get some D back. That's tough on this team. Like no, I, I'm I, just, I, you're just you're asking me what what do you think? No, no, I'm I'm just trying Calgary. I can't win a game because I can't put. No, no, I know. I I'm just trying to think of what would be going the other way in this deal. Like what would the Leafs have to give up to get both of those guys, Tanf oh. and Zadorov, who could both like you imagine all of a sudden we get both of those guys on this blue line. Then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, wait a second here. Like I know Calgary's not been killing it, but like, man, the Leafs could really use two guys like that on the, on the back end. Right. But if, know, you, I, if you could take some of what Calgary has and just add like Mitch Marner and William Nylander, Calgary might be doing a lot better. Like, I don't know. I know Calgary's look bad, but if you watch their games, they just they cannot score. Like they have with, a hard time scoring with without the Leafs, like no goals. Well, he's got with, a few goals, but without the Leafs trading a major piece, do you think well, they could get no. a deal like that done? No, 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 not for both of them. Maybe not for, for both. Of them. Maybe for one, but not both. So you don't think like I you, don't know. It, let's it, say it, like it, Reeves and Robertson could get it cooking. I'm just oh joking, God. dude. I'm just joking, man. I love that on Twitter. Like the the trades that Lee fans come up with, and they're just like, <laughs> okay, if we give you Robertson and Nyes and Morgan Riley, you, we should get Connor McDavid <laughs> and Leon Dreisaitl. <laughs> so, and so all, you, speaking of Edmonton, 
Just uh, oh. shout out to our buddy Jack Campbell. That's a he rough could- spot there. It is. It's not his fault. Like, I mean, the oh. team just is in a bad place. He oh, cleared we, waivers. We covered him on the podcast when he was a leaf here for, yeah. for, we got, year. we got, we got your back, Jack. He'll get back in there. Like, they got to figure that out. They're just, it's not cooking right now, but it's, it's, it's not it's looking tough, good. Though. I mean, that's, you know how he is, oh, yeah. like on himself and how emotional he gets. This can't be, it's probably hitting him so hard. No, no, for sure. So, so just to, just before we go to hot in the slot or hit the showers and then get out of here. So, the Calgary thing, just to summarize that, like Zadorov, Tanev, Friedman made it out like Calgary, he thinks, would be willing to part with both of them. But you don't think that like that would be possible without the Leafs giving up one of their top guys? Uh, I don't think so. Well, and money in, money out. What about what 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 about picks? What if they go like okay, they yeah, they don't have the cap space. Yeah, okay. So they so got somebody with salaries got to go. But they could get a three-way cooking or something. Who you never know. Like Brandon Pridham still got some stuff up his sleeve, right? Yeah. Like you never know. But like what? So what would you do there? Like if it if it if it costs you one of the big boys, would you do it, or you would like not do it and like wait for possibly a third team to get involved and try to work something else out, just to shake it up? I don't think I don't think those guys. Like they would, they would add a lot. I don't think trading a big piece is the right move to go about it. I would probably, I, I would wait a little longer to see how this team is to see if they need it, and then I'd, I'd honestly try closer to the trade deadline to get a couple big D pieces. But Fair. like I said, if we're getting Christmas, New Year's, and we're not even in a playoff spot, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. You're going to have to move the needle some way. Moving. Fire chief. Moving and shaking, Brad Tree Living. All right, Chad, throw to it. Let's do this puppy right here. All right, the one segment we've got tonight, it's time for Hot in the Slot or Hit the Shower. He's so hot right now. Oh, God damn it, let's hit the shower, God damn it. All right, so how this works is uh, me and Dale are going to pick player, coach, anything to do with the Leafs, and it's either you're hot in the slot, on fire, doing great, or hit the showers. And, and we're not saying get the get the fuck out of here, go home. We're saying go to the showers, Eddie the Eagles in there, just cool down a little bit, have a beer. Everything gonna be all right. Yeah. Well, speak for yourself on that one, but we'll see. We'll see what, what cooks here. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's say we're doing hot first, right? Hot in the slot. Of course. It's gotta be the same, dude. Like it's yeah. I don't it, see how it's not. I mean. Yeah, it's 34. It's 34. I think he was hot in the slot. He was our hot in the slot last time we did. Oh, you well, we, Nylander, we split it. We split it between Nylander and, and Matthews. But yeah, dude, Matthews. Like, look, like I said earlier in the podcast, like, I don't think they win that Tampa game without Matthews getting it cooking in the second period. Now, all of a sudden, without that, they've just lost their sixth game in a row. So three goals against the Sabres, two goals in that Tampa game. Guys, fucking ridiculous! Thirteen goals in in thirteen games now, or whatever it is, killing it, killing yeah. it, killing it, killing it. And we talked about the heartbeat of the team earlier. Jesus, man, like it, it is scary to think like if he wasn't cooking the way he's been cooking. Oh, the, yeah, what the record could be? Who, who knows where they're at right now? Like it's scary to think. I know if know. Austin Matthews got hurt or something. Oh God, don't even. Knock on wood. Don't even. Could be horrible, but yeah, no, he it, he's he's the guy. Go go. You want to you go ahead? I think no, I know you, who you're gonna pick. You go. You go. Okay. 
tell me who your hit the showers is. Going to the press box here. I'm very surprised that the camera all the time last season, the camera used to pan up on Kyle Dubas almost every nightly basis. I have not seen the camera uh, pan up to see Tree Living's reaction one time, I don't think. Hit the showers, Brad Tree Living. How about this one? Bertuzzi, one even strength goal. Domi, no goals. Period. Klingberg, like what can you even say about this guy? So bad in his own end. Ridiculous. Reeves on the ice for 10 even strength goals against Gregor. One goal. Don't expect much from him. And I'll just polish it off with Sam Lafferty has looked pretty good out in Vancouver. I bet you he scores when they play the Leafs on Saturday night. Hit the showers, Brad Tree Living. Eddie Belfour is waiting in there for you. No Molson for you, Tree Living. He's just going to give you, there's, he's going to, it's going to be a double trick here. He's going to say, you want a beer, Brad? He's going to say 100%. He's going to say, pick a pocket, bud. There won't be a beer in either pocket. <laughs> two, two holes cut out, both pockets, right to the bald eagle for Brad Tree Living. Hit the showers, Brad Tree Living. Ridiculous that he could not read this situation properly. I'm sorry. Like, come on. It's no. Tree Living. Tree Perfect. Per, uh, listen, I was going to pick Tree Living as well. So perfectly said. You wrapped it up beautifully. I might even throw in Brendan Shanahan, maybe hit the shower. I thought you were going to say Klingberg for sure. No, I thought no, you were going because uh, I think last time I picked all the defense. And I'm with you, man. Like everything Tree Living has done. I mean, it Look, just gets early. It's early. It's early. Kind of. It's, it's, but that's what the showers are for, man. Although you said he doesn't get a beer. No, not tonight. <laughs> no, not after what? No, not from what I've seen so far. Not this. No, no. no. Like he could totally redeem himself. Like, yeah. And it could, if Bertuzzi and Domi start getting it going, I think the Reeves thing is a bust, but we'll see. What What, what in his career shows you that he's going to redeem himself? No, nothing. Not a thing. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> No, not happening. Not happening. Is yeah. that who we? Is that who we were gonna pick? Is that who? Yeah, you pick? I, yeah. I had tree living. I was gonna put tree living in, and I um, I didn't have the big rant that you had prepared. So I'm like, that's perfect. That sums it up. I just I'm I'm with you, man. I just think that he like he's got to do something, and he's so quiet. You said it. They don't, they don't show him. He doesn't really talk to the media. No. It's like what's going on here. And, like I, me, and, and Brendan Shanahan, too. He could take a little dip in the shower. I wouldn't mind. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. He doesn't Sloppy even, all around. He doesn't. There is no leather jacket and no pockets when he goes. <laughs> all right. Let's bounce anyway, out of here after this one. Uh, for the Tip and Maple Leafs podcast, once again, don't forget to follow us on social media at the Tip and Maple Leafs podcast, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Hit like and subscribe on YouTube. Leave a comment below. We will get to them in a future episode. Follow us on TikTok, Tip and Podcast, Twitter, Tip and Podcast, and email us, tippinpodcast at gmail.com. And until Saturday, after hopefully a couple wins against Calgary and Vancouver, I'm Chad. I'm Dale. And we will. Hey, look, Leafs fans. Could be worse. I guess we could be Oilers fans because I don't know what the hell is going on out West right there. But like you just said, Chad, back to back against well, the Flames. Yeah, go ahead. They're playing the Sharks this week. Tomorrow night, Thursday night. If they lose to the San Jose Sharks, I think the San Jose Sharks are 0-10.
They have not won a game. They have yeah, not them, won a game. If Edmonton is their first win, if San Jose beats Edmonton, oh look, my God, the out. city's going to burn to the ground. Look Can't wait out. to watch it. Oh, it's going to be wild tomorrow night to see what happens there. Look out. It wouldn't shock me. Like you would think Edmonton would pump them, but they're so fragile right now. You never know what's going to happen there. But uh, well, it, all that has to happen is if San Jose comes out and scores first, just watch Edmonton start oh. to sweat. But I, I I think Edmonton's going to come out and beat them like six, seven, nothing. You would think, you never but know, though. I don't know. I anyway, also, I also picked Edmonton to win the Western Conference. So what do I know? Well, you never know, but it looks like it's Vegas or Colorado, but we'll see what happens. Anyway, guys, back-to-back, Calgary in town on Friday, Vancouver on Saturday. We will be back Saturday night after the Canucks game. Going to be two tough matchups here. It's like not nothing's easy with the Leafs team every night, so we'll see how this puppy all shakes down. We'll be back Saturday after the Canucks-Leafs game. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. And we'll catch you later. Catch you later.